Hey, y'all, welcome to the Instant Reaction Podcast. This is Bud Elliott with the Nolcast and uh, coming to you after a 41-14 Florida victory over the Seminoles in Tallahassee, uh, an embarrassing effort by Florida State. Not, not a totally unexpected one, but uh, still painful nonetheless. This is the Instant Reaction Pod, so we usually go about 10 or 15 minutes. It is not edited. I just go live to tape. Hopefully you can uh, listen to this on your drive home from the bowl game. Well, from the ball game, sorry. Uh, there will be no bowl game for Florida State as it finishes the season at uh, five and seven for the first time in uh, in 36 years, I believe it is. So before I was born, um, just a disappointing effort all around. Before that, we'll get to some things that are not disappointing, like our sponsor, Louisiana Hot Sauce. For the Table Restaurant Group, Madison Social, and Resolution Home Loans, call 844-FSU-LOAN or check out fsuhomeloans.com. Um, they're not disappointing this team. Uh, it was very disappointing today. Uh, again, like I said, not totally unexpected. And Florida really dominated this thing from start to finish. Uh, Florida in the first half, 6.9 yards of play, Florida State 3.5. In the second half, Florida 6.6, 5.6. So uh, the score in the second half was actually uh, much wider than the score in the first half, but Florida outplayed Florida State by a wider margin in the first half. So go figure. The difference, of course, was red zone execution and actually scoring touchdowns in the red zone, which Florida did not do well in the first half, but it did in the second. Uh, to me, there, there were a couple main issues in this ballgame. Uh, we discussed in, in the preview pod, and I hope you all listened to that, and our, our numbers were good, so it looks like you all did. Uh, but uh, um, Florida State would need to hit explosive plays in this game because we knew that it absolutely could not drive the ball in Florida's defense. Like, I thought that was really clear. You know, we had 11 games of evidence of this, and uh, Florida State just didn't do that at all, at all. I mean, especially not while the game was in the balance. They had a pass of 25 to Nyquan Murray, one for 15, which is not much, and one for uh, one for 31 before the game was, was was really out of reach. They had one for 36 to Terry after the game was was really more of a blowout. Uh, no real explosive runs of 15-plus to speak of, with the exception of DeAndre had one late in the third quarter for 32. So uh, Florida is normally a team that's very heavy blitz. They, they like to blitz a ton. They like to get a whole lot of pressure. And uh, and in turn, they give up big plays at times, like to Georgia and Missouri. Uh, they gave up one big one to Kentucky for sure. And uh, anyway, today Florida did not blitz. So hats off to them. They really played their guys back. They, they didn't need to blitz, and they just absolutely beat the hell out of FSU's offensive line up front. It was just a race to the quarterback on, on basically every play. Um, I, man, I hate starting every single show with this, but I think after week one we realized that this was probably going to be that way, um, and it, it turned out that way. They just don't have players, period. I mean, it was – it was it was sad to see uh, just the the Florida ends just race around and or or, or cut underneath and, and and just embarrass those guys. They started Williams out there and yet you know Williams was was unable to to perform and so they put in Brady Scott and I get starting Williams because he has the length to at least do a good job if, if he could actually do it. But uh, he can't seem to get right. They can't seem to get him right uh, mentally and uh, and so they put in Brady Scott who is just let's face it pretty much overwhelmed physically. Derek Kelly clearly not uh, doesn't have the athleticism, I, I don't think, to play tackle at a high level anymore. And they, those guys were just abused all game. I mean, all game. Florida State didn't have time to get the ball down the field. 
when they did chuck it down the field, oftentimes the passes were really off target because they were having to get rid of it so quickly, and that's you know that that's tough. Um, you know, Francois wasn't really accurate. Uh, he's not a uh, he, he's in his career he's less than a fifty percent passer against ranked teams, and certainly that's not all on him. But when you face better defenses, um, you are going to have some issues with when you're a poor ball placement quarterback, as he tends to be at times. But, you know, the main issue here, I mean, just looking at this, four and a half yards of play overall is is pretty bad. I mean, through three quarters, right, Before, while the game was still, let's say, reasonably in the balance. Florida State only 4.3 yards of play. And a lot of that was kind of on that drive towards the end of the third quarter. Um, they only had 208 yards through three quarters, so a lot of this is sort of, you know, sort of garbage time noise, if you will. Not not that Florida State had great garbage time play or anything, but uh, so here's FSU's drives in the game, right? These are their first. Let me see here. These are their first ten drives of the game. Three plays negative nine. Three plays negative one. Now, granted, I thought that pass interference on, on Terry was kind of BS. But so three for negative nine, three for negative one. Drive three, eight for 31. Three for nine, three for zero, three for zero, eight for 75. Four for seven, three for seven, three for two, and a fumble. And at that point, it was good night, Irene. Their final drives, seven for 75, seven for 49, three for zero, three for 18, four for 13. I mean, look, y'all, that is... Uh, just some quick math in my head here. 21, 30, 105, 105, 16, 21. So their first first 10 drives, they had 121 yards on uh, 14. Sorry. 121 yards on 41 plays. That's 2.9 a play. That's that's what gets you beat more than anything. That's just absolutely terrible. You, you can't block somebody. You can't win. Now, look, I thought the second most important thing in this game was that Florida State was not focused enough to win the game on the details, right? You, you get Nyquan Murray, a senior, on senior day, not getting set in time. You get a, a fourth-year quarterback in DeAndre Francois not, get, not, not making sure his receivers are set before he calls for, for D.J. Matthews to go in motion. And so a 70-yard touchdown pass to Cam Akers gets called back. Now, I didn't pick Florida State to win this game. I didn't think they could physically hold up. And, look, I was right. But I didn't think they were going to lose by, like this because in recent weeks they had been better about those issues. And I think it's extremely discouraging and a reflection on this coaching staff that, that those things reappeared when, uh, when adversity hit. So – uh, bad job of coaching right there by, by Coach Taggart and, and his staff, not not to have the team more competitive, I think. Um, you know, like I, I think if they had gone out there and they had lost a single-score game, I'd probably be praising them for a good effort. But 27 is not acceptable. And Taggart said it himself after the game. You know, that, that's he apologized for the season and said this is not acceptable and they have to get to work. And indeed they do. I think he's lost a year. I used to think he would get four years guaranteed. Now I think he'll get three. We'll see what he does with, with, with those three years. Um, just too many penalties. You know, having that 70 yard callback, that, that's the type of play you need to be able to compete in a game like this when, when, you're, when your line is just so overwhelmed, right? That's, that's horrible. Uh, not having enough guys or too many guys on punt team. You know, at this point, I think you have to ask what, what Alonzo or 
I mean, honestly, we asked a couple weeks ago, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I'd be pretty surprised if, if Alonzo Hampton is back next year in, in a special teams role. That would be, uh, that'd be a big surprise. Um, so yeah, undisciplined play was a big factor in, in the margin of the loss, certainly. You know, you have the Stanford Samuels play where, look, yeah, his face mask is getting yanked around, and that should be offsetting penalties for sure. But what it really should just be is a penalty on the Florida player and for Stanford Samuels to not swing back. But he did. He took a swing at him. He got a penalty. The Florida guy did not. Florida got, got the extra extra uh, set of downs there. They, they punched it in to put the game, like, not just out of reach, but super out of reach. I mean, realistically, I think once uh, once once Florida got to, like, you know, 20, 24, the game was probably done. I don't, I don't think you're going to score higher than mid-20s on, on the Gators. Not with, with this blocking unit. So that was really bad and, uh, you know, just, just unacceptable. They got to show some improvement there next year. Then defensively, uh, you know, also had, had a number of issues. Um, we said that, look, Florida State would have to stop Florida from going on long, sustained drives. You'd have to make Florida be explosive, right? You know, and and, and they did a decent job of stopping for the most part, the long sustained drives until the game was, was really, you know, out of reach, right? Like nine for 31, you'll give, you'll give that up all day. That's, you know, that's under four yards of play. Three for eight, nine for 34, you know, that's terrible. Now, not, nine for 66 was not great. They, they stopped him for a field goal there, obviously. Um, but the problem was Florida was up to the challenge, right? Florida State dared Florida to hit big plays, which was the right approach. And Florida hit them. They hit the big plays. They hit a 74-yard run in which either Westbrook or Dontavious Jackson are out of their gap. Uh, I think – I initially thought it was Westbrook, but it might actually be on Dontavious. It, with, with their defensive rules, if Dontavious is initially outside, then I think Westbrook ha- has to have the, the inside responsibility. And when Dontavious cut inside, you know, I, I, I think that is uh, – that might be on Dontavious. I, I need to think about that. I know Taggart was was talking to Dontavious, uh, the linebacker, after that play. But a 74-yard run was bad. Um, you know, Florida hit a number of chunk plays. They they were – look, they've been the much better team all year. It's not really been close. In S&P, FSU's in like the 70s, and Florida's like a top 20-level team. So they had passes of 39, 54, 22, 38, and 20. Um, for the most part, Florida State did a really good job controlling the explosive run stuff. Of Florida, uh, seventy-four yards was, was the long. After that, they they didn't have anything else over uh, over fifteen until really late in the game. Um, you know that was solid controlling the explosive runs, but they did not do a good enough job of, in my estimation, the success rate there in the second half. But then again, you know Florida was hitting explosive plays on uh, on, on both sides. You really saw a major difference in this game. Look, Florida can block. They've got a couple guys on that line who will be future pros, and Florida State cannot block. So that's really the the biggest difference. You know, is is Felipe Franks much better than DeAndre Francois? No, I don't think so. I mean, I I think he played a better game, but he was not under big-time pressure, and Francois was constant. Not that I think Francois is good. You all know I I don't think he's that good, actually. Um, And I think it's, it's, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, which is obviously not, not fair, um, you know, you do wonder, hey, did, did FSU miss out on something not playing Blackman more earlier this year? 
uh, and, and maybe giving him a chance at the starting job. But then again, he also makes his fair number of mistakes, and, and the only defense he really lit up was uh, was a very poor NC State defense. So, you know, 282 yards on the ground for Florida is is too many. Obviously, like you've, you've got to make Florida do a better job or, or at least force them to the air more. Um, but when they did go to the air, they had some success with the explosive stuff. They, they didn't really put the ball at risk very much. Uh, we, we said that Van Jefferson was probably going to abuse Florida State, their excellent receiver, the Ole Miss transfer. And indeed he did. He was basically impossible to cover on the day, uh, was open a lot, and, uh, and and killed it and was the best receiver on the field. So um, you know, hats off to Florida there. They probably should have spiked the flag at midfield. I, I, I think if you, if you win a rivalry game like that and you dominate from start to finish, do it. We need more of that in college football, not less. So, uh, you know, some questions going forward for Coach Taggart and his staff, some guys who uh, will be leaving the team, obviously seniors. A disappointing senior day for them. We saw DeMarcus Christmas was, was kind of inconsolable on the sideline. But, uh, you know, um, it's, it's tough. And uh, there, there are some issues that, that I think they'll be able to get fixed for next year. There are some issues that I think may take two or three years to fix. And we'll talk about that more uh, during the offseason. But, uh, you know, like, like Taggart said, now they're going to, uh, um, you know, that, that recruiting starts tomorrow. And they need to go out and they need to get some fixes. They really need to get some uh, – um, they need to, you know, see if they can get some transfers or something on the offensive line uh, and and see what, what, what they can do. Uh, so, anyway – just a weird day of football overall, too, right? I mean, Michigan's favored by five. They end up losing by, like, 30-ish. Um, you know, Wisconsin's favored by 12. They're down 17 nothing. As I record this, it just just a wild day of results. You know, w- Wake Forest, Duke was favored by 11. Wake's beating them 59-7. to that's a, that's a Wake team that Florida State killed. You know, Louisiana Tech favored by 11. Western Kentucky won by two touchdowns. Boston College favored by seven and a half. Syracuse won by three touchdowns. You know, Rice what, what was over a touchdown or dog. They won by two touchdowns. Just a a, a wild day. Vanderbilt is killing Tennessee. Um, hmm. Just a just a strange day. But uh, anyway, I really appreciate y'all listening this year. You know, I I, I think we we try to bring y'all quality info. And as we switch to the off season, um, our recording schedule changes a little bit. It's a little bit, uh, the frequency is slightly reduced, but it won't be the same like Tuesday, Thursday release. It just depends largely because of the recruiting calendar and because of my work travel. So very much appreciate y'all listening. Five stars on iTunes if you enjoyed it. And uh, we will talk to y'all very soon. Thanks.